Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35. This is a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Kate Spencer. And I am Dory Shafrir. And we are not experts. We're not, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. But please remember, we are podcast hosts, we're not experts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. Of course, you should hit us up on the voicemails slash texties, 781-591-0390, or you can hit us up on the jeams, that's forever35podcast at gmail.com. And visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mention on the show. 
Follow us on Instagram at Forever 35 Podcast. Join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Forever 35 Podcast. Sign up for our newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter and shop our fave prods at shopmy.us slash forever35. Mm. Hello, Dory. We are going to kick things off with a voicemail from a listener who... I don't want to like toot our own horns too much, but basically we helped them win a wordle. Toot, toot. Hey, Kate and Dory, this is Carrie. Um, I am home recovering from COVID, which uh, I live in Iowa, but I, I got COVID, um, last week and maybe at the Elton John show that you were at, which I brought my kid to, and it was an amazing experience. Um. In any case, I'm home with COVID, doing some multitasking, listening to the pod. This is the pause the pod moment because I decided to also do Wordle while I was listening. And when I do Wordle, I choose a different word to start every day. And usually it's like something that, that's around me or happening, like that catches my attention. I choose a different word every day. So because I was listening to the pod, I decided to use serum as my starting word. And it was not the word for Wordle, but I got an E out of place and a U in place. Intriguing. And my next guess was undo, and that was the correct word. So I got Wordle in two, thanks to the two of you. So I appreciate you and the pod. And yeah, that's it. I just, I felt like I needed to share. Okay. Thanks, sir. Bye. Aww. I mean, how sweet. That is so sweet. I love that so much. I, the only thing I don't love is that you start Wordle with a different word because this gives me, this causes me to panic. I have to start with the same word. I have a, such a strategy and I feel it's such security that the thought of going off course really rattles me. I've got to say, I've got to say. I mean, do you wordle with the same word? No, but I was going to say like, yeah, there's, there's the people who always start with the same word and there's people who don't, I do not always start with the same word. Uh, 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 uh. Okay. I mean, I just, that, that just, I can't, I can't even imagine. Sometimes I like to do a thing where like I'll deliberately start with like a bad a quote unquote bad word mm-hmm. just to, to see like, just like just challenge to, like, myself fuck with the wordle yeah okay no not like fuck with the wordle but just to be like will I still get it if I start with this word that is like mm-hmm. not a good word to start with and like sometimes right. I do that and I'll get like a random letter you know what I mean like it'll be like oh there's an f or you know whatever <laughs> Yeah. I mean, maybe I should challenge myself and get out of my adieu into storm or story habit. Those are my two. Those are my two. I've got a problem. (laughs) But I love this. I love this for you and for the Uh, listener. Thank you for including us in your daily wordle. Makes me happy. Yeah, this is so cool. So cool. All right. Well, um, Kate, we have another voicemail. Shall we listen? Yeah, it's from one of my people. (laughs) 
Hi. Just needed to quickly pause the pod to say that I am also a free mugger. Listening to the gift guide episode, Kate, you're talking about just splashing coffee all over the car with your open mug. Growing up, this neighbor's mom used to take us to school and she would do this. And to me, this just seems like the height of adulthood. Like just having an open hot beverage in your car while taking your kids to school seemed like the height of adulthood. Now with my own kids, I do it and I still feel the same way. I feel like I am living out my childhood dreams by being an open mugger myself. Okay, that's all. Love y'all. Bye. I'm for once I'm speechless. <laughs> what? You can't handle the this free mug is, life? This is the thing that has finally rendered me speechless. We've done it, the everybody. F- free mugger movement. I I cannot <laughs> believe that in the year uh-huh. of our Lord 2022. Mm-hmm. The end of 2022, mm-hmm. that people are free mugging. Like, I kind of, I mean, okay, fine, in the 90s, maybe, but like, what is this? Uh-huh. Travel mugs are readily and cheaply available. Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. would you bring an open, open and open cup into a moving vehicle? Mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What if you have. What if you have a child in the back seat and you stop short and the hot coffee goes splashing into your child's face? Wow, bet you never thought about that, did you, free muggers? Mm. Kate's going. Mm-hmm. In my experience, the coffee just spills on me or the car. And to be clear, it spills often. I have coffee stains in my car. It's just I. There's this something I just love about my mind. The risk. I this love blows the risk. my mind. This blows my mind. This is not a risk that I want to take. Well, it's not worth it. Us. I don't want to. I don't want to stain my clothes. I don't want to potentially get a third degree burn. I think mm-hmm. we all listened to the "You're Wrong About" episode about the McDonald's coffee cup. Mm, that's a good episode. I just I'm, to be clear, I my cannot, coffee is not burning. Kate, I cannot endorse this. I cannot support <laughs> this. I want to just go on the record. I love how angry you are. As being, I'm not angry. I'm just stating facts. I'm just disappointed. You would be su- you would be surprised at how many fellow free muggers reached out and said that they also free mug. And I had a thought today, which was for new Forever Thirty Five merch, a mug that says "Free Mugger." Wow, I've never or felt just so alienated. <laughs> This mug my co-host. should be used in the car while driving. And it's just a non-travel mug. Driving. Whilst driving. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. I would not be if, buying one of those mugs, Kate. I would not be buying one of those that's mugs. That's fine. The, the right people And I will not will. buy you one of those mugs either. I'm not going to endorse this. Okay. Well, you know, you have bought me a mug in the past and I've used it to free mugs. So <gasps> you have, you, know, you have effectively endorsed my habit. How dare you of mugging in the car? In fact, I think I mugged in the car just today. I think I did it today. I drove my daughter and oh. uh, her friend oh. to school. Yeah. Oh. Oh. 
drove <laughs> father's story is so free funny. mugging. <laughs> it's not like a it's not like a full mug of coffee with like the burning hot liquid to the rim. It's literally like one third full of lukewarm coffee. That's sometimes. Sometimes I top it off and bring it. And sometimes I do bring a travel mug. I just <sighs> I love a mug in the car. I, I just, I can't be anybody else but that. That's who I am. There so I really am. are two kinds of people in this world. I never knew that this was the division, but this is what it is. I mean, we could divide on lots of lines. There's people who wipe front to back and people who wipe back to front. No, nope. it's just free muggers. Just <laughs> free muggers. That's all I care about. Do you free mug or are you a rational human being? <laughs> I mean, there is something about my personality, though, that I do shit like this. And I bet other people who free mug are like are similar. Like there's a little bit of like knowing it's going to go poorly and doing it anyway that I kind of. You know what this, you know what this reminds me of? Mm-hmm. Your revenge bedtime procrastination syndrome. Exactly. That's kind of that's exactly <laughs> what it's like. It's the same thing. It's the same psychology. It's self-sabotaging, but you like, do it anyway. I'm, I'm like, I'm talking about your, I'm like kind of joking about your kids. Like that would actually be a concern for me, but I'm not like really concerned about that. But ultimately you're mostly just hurting yourself, right? That's right. Yeah. Same, same with revenge bedtime procrastination. And I'm just like, but Kate, you know better. Why? Why do you do this? That's what I say. And, and you I say, just say, I just got to be me. <laughs> got to live my truth. Stop trying to stop my dreams. <laughs> Squelch my personality. Put me in a box <laughs> and... You're right. I am. That's right. That is what I'm doing. I'm just trying to put you in a box. You know, there's got to be and other things like this. There's other things like... It's like people who eat while driving. It's a little different, but it's like, you know, this is going to end back. You know, you're going to, you can't eat a hamburger while you drive. It's going to get everywhere. And yet, you know, (laughs) I did this recently. It it was, it was kind of an, not an emergency situation, but it was like, I hadn't had time to eat. I I just needed like some food, Mm -hmm. but I got a croissant, (laughs) like a very delicious, buttery, flaky croissant. Mm. And I mm-hmm. got to my destination and I was like covered in <laughs> croissant <laughs> flakes. And I was like, huh, in retrospect, not the best driving food. Yeah, those are croissants are they are flaky. They are flaky. They're very flaky. Well, I would love to hear. It. Well, you know, some people eat in the bath and some of us drink coffee in the car. It's just like, it's just how some but of us live. when you eat in the bath, you don't run the risk of like staining your clothes or burning yourself. You're just eating in the bath. I don't, I, I don't like eating in the bath, but I'm like, go live your life, eat in the bath. I don't care. Free mugging like offends <laughs> me. I'm offended by free mugging. Uh, I can't wait for other free muggers to weigh in. Look, come at me, free muggers. I'm just, I'm waiting for them. Just waiting for them. 
What if I'm the only one and I've created a bunch of fake accounts to email and call into the podcast with? Some like free mugger sock puppets. Yes. <laughs> These are all just like variations an of me. Website. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm catfishing you with like 50 free muggers. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Okay, this Look, is this has gotten. Out I of wouldn't hand. put it past you, Kate. That's how passionate I am about the That's free mugging. Yeah, it's true. All right, Dory, we we need to take a break and get off this topic for a little bit, but uh, let's pause and come back. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish 
on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to Become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss, or Think Like a Boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events, there's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let Let me just tell you why. Yeah, get into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say, like, I, I I, don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like, get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. 
Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. All right, let's switch gear story. Okay. Uh, Here's an email we received. Dear Kate and Dory. I have a question that I suspect other women are also thinking about. How do women decide if they really want to get married or if it's just something they've been trained to want? For context, I have been with my boyfriend for three years. We live together. We have a dog together. He even has eye insurance through me. We are registered as a domestic partnership. He seems to go back and forth on whether he wants to get married. I really want to. I recognize that it would really only change our financial situation. But the rest of our lives would not change much. I do have thyroid cancer. It's fine. I'm fine. So we are often at doctor's appointments. I feel weird introducing him as my boyfriend because I do not want people thinking I brought some guy I barely know to a doctor's appointment. Am I overthinking introducing him as my boyfriend? Do I just start calling him my partner? Do I just want to get married because my whole life has just been preparing for marriage? How do women figure out if this is really right for them? Thank you. P.S. Even just writing this into the void, hopefully not, has helped a bit. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, these are good questions. I don't know if we can ever truly know if something like marriage is right for us, because you are right, we have been so conditioned by the patriarchy. to prescribe to marriage. I mean, specifically heteros. Yeah, I mean, I wrote a book that's like kind of about this. Or like a lot about this. Perhaps you've read it. Thanks for waiting the joy and weirdness of being a late bloomer. So what do you think? Like what is, how do you know? Well, One thing I will say that, like, is a little bit of a red flag for me is he seems to go back and forth on whether he wants to get married. I really want to. Mm. Now, listener, you don't say how old you are. If you are 22, my thought on this is different than if you are 35. Regardless, it is not a good feeling to be with someone who is not sure whether they want to be with you theoretically for the rest of their lives. And when your partner waffles like this, I think it leads to some deep feelings of insecurity in the relationship And feeling like you're at their mercy, kind of, right? Mm. Because they know that you really want to get married. Mm -hmm. And so the balance of power in the relationship shifts. And then it's also like a lot of responsibility for this person, right? Like they kind of, I'm oversimplifying, but it's kind of like they, they can snap their fingers and like you guys would get married. So I don't love this for you. Now, of course, I'm not privy to the rest of your relationship. But 
just based on the information that I have, I, I, I'm not, I don't love this. I'm not saying you need to break up tomorrow, but I, I felt like it would be remiss for me not to flag this. Okay. Wait, I also, yes. So, okay. This is interesting to me because this person has told us that they want to get married, but then they're wondering if they just want to get married just because that's what they've been taught. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm worried that they're trying to talk themselves out of wanting to marry this person who they are worried doesn't want to marry them. Oh, I see. I think Am I, reading too I, into I this? interpreted. No, I, that I think that's a perfectly valid reading. I read this as you are questioning whether or not you want to get married in general, because you don't actually want to get married to this person. Mm. And so that is making you question the whole institution of marriage. Again, it could be very off here, but that was just my reading of this. Well, and to be clear, the institution of marriage does deserve questioning. Like you, of course. you should question it and it is not for everybody and you may not want to get married. And that is perfectly and fine. That is fine. Um, and in terms of like what you call this person, I understand this feeling when you've been with someone for a very long time that they feel that the term like boyfriend or girlfriend feels too simplistic, but like too casual partner, at least in our culture sort of originated in the LGBTQ community for people to refer to their significant others who they were not able to get married with. And I know just like anecdotally, there are like some friends of mine who are in that community have expressed like how weird they think it is that heterosexual people have mm. like adopted the term partner because it's like something that they used to use mm-hmm. kind of exclusively. I don't know. I don't I don't personally have like strong feelings about this either way. I'm just I'm just expressing what has been expressed to me. Yeah. Now, do you just want to get married because your whole life has been preparing for a marriage? I mean, there's no denying the cultural cultural training we've all been under uh, for a lot of this shit. So I think it's great that you're questioning it. I don't know if it's necessarily, you know, like marriage is an umbrella term. Like everybody's marriage is different. So I think what you, the question you need to be asking is if, is if the, as if a marriage with this person in the way that we want to do it, is that what I want? Because mm-hmm. everybody's marriage is different, right? Like it doesn't, it, no two marriages look the same. So I think it's, I think Dory, I actually think you are right. This is more a questioning of the specific relationship than really questioning the concept of marriage. I think judging from this very brief email. Yeah. But it sounds like this listener's already asking the questions, which is what I think they need to be doing. Yes. Yes. I agree. <sighs> All right. We have one more email here. You want to read this one, Dory? Sure. Hi, I'm a young listener. I'm 18, but I love listening to you guys, and I feel like I learn so much every episode. I love listening and reading things that will set myself up for success in my womanhood. 
I've been binging the podcast as I work on my punch needle rug and I'm on mini ep 71 right now listening as I'm typing. It's funny because I relate so much to things you guys say, but differently, like instead of Facebook, it's Snapchat. I always feel super empowered to show myself love after listening to you guys. What is something you guys wish you did for self-care when you were younger that would have saved you some trouble now? Okay, first of all, I just want to say thank you for listening. I love when we hear from listeners on either end of the age spectrum. Um, it just like brings me a lot of joy. So thank you for listening. And I'm not going to lie. I feel a lot of responsibility <laughs> knowing that you're listening for like advice on setting yourself up for success in your womanhood. But I am honored that you are doing that. So thank you. I wish I had started therapy in high school. Mm -hmm. And I wish that I had, because I wanted to go to therapy. I told my parents I wanted to, I told my mom I wanted to go to therapy. And she was like, you don't need therapy. Oh. And I wish I had pushed back on that. But I didn't. And I don't know, like maybe if I had gone to a school, like, I don't know, are there high schools? Like we had a school social worker, but it to me, mm. my perspective was that they worked with like very troubled kids. Um, and I didn't like see myself as someone who rose to the level of like needing the services of like the one school social worker in a high school of 2000 kids. Do you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it was just kind of like, well, who, who, who am I to... It just didn't seem like I, they had time for my level of need. Do you know what I mean? So that wasn't a resource. Um, but I don't know. I wish I had, I had just kind of like done it. And I wonder if I had been born like 10 or 20 years later. Because like, like we didn't have the internet in high school. No. Like I wonder if I would have sought it out on my own more aggressively if that had been just like in my life. I don't know. It's like interesting for me to think about, but I wish I had done that. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I'm, I'm thinking about this question and, you know, so much of it for me is like related to self-esteem and, but I also wonder if my experience, if I were a teenager now would be different because it's a diff completely different world, right? Like just the same way that, mm -hmm the world my mom was growing up in in like the 60s as a teenager it's completely different so i'm yeah. not sure that my like advice translates but i think like in general my mom always used to say to me when i would get like really fucking upset about like especially friendship drama it's like don't she always used to tell me don't waste your energy like this is not worth your energy and i mm. Now, I didn't take her advice until I was a lot older, and now her advice makes so much sense to me, mm -hmm. but it was very hard to even wrap my head around it at the time because those things were so huge. Like, my whole world was kind of this, you know, social life and everything because it's just how it is when you're 17, uh, 18. But I, I think the other advice I would have is that, like, we're set life is set up with a lot of expectations external expectations and external mm. pressure and mm -hmm. not meeting those does not 
does not say anything good or bad about you, meeting them or not meeting them, right? Like your life is going to look like your own and that's what makes it unique and wonderful. Not if you hit prescribed milestones by a certain time or age or if you check certain things off your box or if you do things a certain way. You have to really navigate what feels best for you. And that can be very hard when other people are doing everything a certain way or you're being told you have to do it a certain way. So that's something that I think about too for my younger self. Mm -hmm. Well, Any other Mm -hmm. olds have advice for the youngs? Something that would have saved us trouble? I mean, don't pluck your eyebrows. Wear sunscreen. Diet culture is a scam. That's it. That's probably good. Get a vibrator. Um, it's usually not a good idea to go to the second location. Oh my God. Yes. Never. Never. I also think, you know, what is really good advice is like, and I think somebody, some famous person said this, but like when people show you who they are, believe them. Yes. Believe like, them. I mean, Maya them. Angelou said it. That's my, it's my, is that Maya Angelou? It's her, yeah. it's her quote. Okay. Yeah. I mean, period. End of sentence. Yes. I did not learn that until way too late not too late but like i think it just took me a long time to learn that yeah it's a tough one it's a tough one because like (sighs) whatever we could get into that but i I, I won't get into it anyway all right let's take another break we'll be right back you know we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering crappiness, Dory. Mm, Okay. Which is visible on my (sighs) neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and, more importantly, acting younger for longer. 
Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Okay, we're back with an email. Hi, I have a question about keepsakes. I just had my second kid and I'm done having kids. I'm trying to figure out how many items to save for them, like bibs, burp cloths, blankets, etc. Should I save an outfit for each milestone? Three months, six months, etc. I'm going to save baptismal items, but not sure what else to save or toss. Thanks for your feedback. This is up to the individual, but just a friendly reminder that the older a person gets, the more milestones there are. So by the by year mm. 10, you might have a ton of stuff. Mm. So just wait until they start making artwork and you're just every fucking day they're coming home with like mm. 17 scribbles and you start a little folder and then that folder becomes a box and then that box becomes like 30 boxes. So just like I, it depends on if you're, you know, you might be a keepsake keeper. There are lots of ways which you can, so many people have, tried and true ways of saving things and photographing them and throwing all of it. But like, I, this is a personal thing. Like I wouldn't save an outfit for each milestone or that's not what I did. I do have some outfits saved that were like my favorite outfits that they had when they were little babies or like sentimental, Mm -hmm. like somebody gave it to them Mm -hmm. or whatever. Burp cloths, bibs. I, I, is this listener, this is keepsakes. They're not asking like, I'm going to save a bunch of shit for my next kid. Cause I, you know, I want to reuse everything. They're more like, what's special. I don't know. You can also hold on to stuff. And then like when the, your kids are 15, you might be like, why the fuck do I have these bibs? I'm going to throw them out now. You know, like sometimes I think mm-hmm. we hold on to things in the moment that we then are able to release later. So in thinking of keepsakes, I don't think you have to think about them as like forever items personally. Definitely save their That's baby blankets. looking at it. They could grow into be, you know, 43-year-old women like me who still sleep with their baby blankets. So I would say don't throw those out. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. Dory, do you have thoughts? You have a younger kid, so I do. You have- and, you know, I also have struggled with this. And it's sort of compounded by the, like, I think this is going to be my only kid. But there is this, like, tiny part of me that's like, maybe yeah. it's not. So, like, I feel like I'm saving more than I should. But I definitely have like some special outfits, like, you know, some of his, my favorite of his baby outfits and um, stuff like that. And like, other than that, I've like pretty much given everything away. Um, His bibs were not like reusable pretty much. Or actually, I mean, I did, I think I gave, I actually do think I gave away his bibs now that I think about it. Um, But yeah, I, 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 I try not to toss anything per se. Like I, there's there. It seems like there's always another parent with a baby who is happy to take all this stuff off your hands. So, you know, not that you like have to do that, but I, I also view it as sort of like paying it forward. Like I give hand me downs to people, and then people give hand me downs to me, and it's just like this eternal parent economy. Um. So yeah. So I don't know. I don't have a. I don't have a great answer, but one thing that I will say, my mom 
my mom did not keep that many clothes. She kept like some clothes, but not a ton. And also like she kept some like special dresses that like I like my son is probably not going to wear, but um, his cousins, my sister's kids wear them sometimes. And like, that's really cute. And she kept, she kept a t-shirt from the Museum of Fine Arts Boston that I used to wear. Oh, that like all the cousins have worn, which is really sweet. Um, it has like a, my name tag sewn into it. <laughs> oh my God, Dory. I know. I know. So it's kind of fun to have like a few items like that. Like I definitely didn't yeah. need my entire wardrobe from when I was, you know, six. But like, it's kind of cool to have like a couple of those things. Um, And then another thing that my mom did that I am so grateful that she did, she kept all of our puzzles like all of our toddler puzzles all of our wooden puzzles she had all the pieces and i said that is one of the things that like i felt like i did not appreciate until i had a child when things go missing in Mm. the house all the time Mm -hmm. i was like how did you keep all the pieces through three <laughs> children? Seriously, she was like, how? I was kind of psycho about it. And I was like, apparently, like, I mean, I respect it. She also kept a lot of our books, um, which is cool. So, you know, I think it's also cool to keep stuff like that. That is like meaning, like meaningful toys mm-hmm, are kind of mm-hmm. cool to keep. But I don't think, I certainly don't think you need to keep everything. And like, I'm trying to be better about getting rid of stuff. Um, Kate, this is a pleasure as always. I, I mean, I'll still be thinking about free mugging. Mm, I'm going to drive over. You know, just, you know what? I should pick what? you up one morning and I should pick you up with a free mug and see how you handle it. Okay. See, that's just mean. I know. I know. I see still your mean want... side coming out now. <laughs> it's finally I finally here. uncovered it. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right, everyone. Talk to you later. Bye.